And now, another episode of Radio Yesterday, brought to you by ChuckChat.com. Now, from the makers of Coldwater Omo, the peaceful atmosphere of the Hotel Miranda at Tarragon, near Saragossa, in Spain, was shattered. Ah! Emma Peel, who had just entered the hotel with Baron von Kurt, heard these cries. She and the Baron had been out searching for Steed. She'd called on Mother, who was holidaying in a caravan, and he'd told her to remain calm and return to the hotel. Mother was privately quite confident that Steed was enjoying a little time off. But hearing the roommate's despairing screams, Emma Peel and the Baron raced upstairs. Steed? 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 But, but Emma, look, look, look at his face, that face. It isn't, Steve. Oh, Kurt, it, it's like something out of a horror movie. Half that face is Steve, and, and the other half is no face at all. The Avengers. Steed and Emma Peel, The Avengers. Coldwater Omo has really powerful cleaning action. Mrs. Senior discovered this. My husband wears overalls to work, and they come back very sort of greasy and dirty. My girl actually does them by hand in the tub, but she uses cold water, Oma, and they're fine, and they come up perfectly clean. They say once an Oma user, always an Oma user? I've stuck to cold water, Oma, and I'm still using it. It's the strongest washing powder I've used. Cold water Omo cleans best. To keep your complexion soft and smooth, choose Lux with its creamy, moisturizing lather and precious perfume. Lux, a beauty treatment as you bathe. Episode 4 of this story, in which John Steed remains a prisoner while others impersonate him, and Mrs. Peel becomes utterly confused by too many bodies and too many Olays. the peace conference by infiltrating into its rooms an agent disguised as John Steed had now become extremely complicated. It was John Steed's idea. He had succeeded in sending the necessary equipment to four other agents. All four had managed to turn themselves into Steed's double and unbeknown to each other they were preparing to set about the task of sabotage. But Nadine, the original choice of agent, had died during the transformation sequence. 
Mrs. Peel and Baron von Kurt had called in Jose of the Spanish Secret Service. It's, it's like some ghastly scientific experiment that's gone wrong. What do you make of it, Captain Jose? It is, it is horrible. Never have I seen the face in, in such a mess. And yet, uh, he wasn't deliberately beaten up, was he? I mean, it isn't that sort of wound. No, it, it isn't a wound at all. It's like waxwork. <sighs> we do not know what, what uh, caused it. Of one thing we do know. And that is? It is not the body of John Steed. I hope not. Poor Steed. Uh, it cannot be, Mrs. Peel. Uh, we take the fingerprints, uh, compare them with those on file at our Secret Service uh, headquarters. Here, see for yourself. They are not the same. That is not John Steed. But if this is a fake Steed, then where's the real one? In the ballroom, deserted and baked by the blistering heat, two men kept guard. One was Dr. Verno, the other, Shmanov. Beneath the bullring, John Steed, handcuffed to the rail of a bed, strained the metal to breaking point. Arcos and Markin disregarded him completely, a fact for which Steed was very grateful. For the third time, Arcos threw down his cards. There you see, beaten again. Mm, you have the luck of the devil. I tell you, it is no luck. You really think you'll get away with it, Arcos? Realizing the number of things that could go wrong... Ever faced a real bull in a bull ring, Arcos? Think about it. I tell you that nothing can go wrong. Ah, well, that also is a real load of bull. You wouldn't stand a chance upstairs in the ring, and you don't stand much chance now. I repeat, you'll never get away with this. I know we will. All right. Assuming that the fake me gets into the peace conference undetected, what then? A percussion bomb like this one here. Arcos held up an object that looked like a small bullet. It is unobtrusive, but quite deadly. Um, where do you put it? On the chairman's shoe? Stick it on his heel and wait for him to stamp his foot in anger? It is an amusing idea, Steed. <laughs> and one that is quite close to the truth. On the bench, in front of the chairman, will be a chairman's gavel. And he, of course, will bring the conference to order like this. <coughs> Ole! There will be one big boom... The bomb will be in the gavel. Yes, boom indeed. Uh, but you've got to get it there, haven't you? It will be arranged. I have no doubt it will be arranged. Ole! At precisely 2.30, the doors of the large country house where the conference was being held swung open. Two guards were seated at desks to check the guests. It was a question of examining passes, checking the photographs against the presenters, stamping the entry card, and allowing them to continue. Taroba, immaculately attired and looking facially exactly like John Steed, moved up to the first guard and displayed his pass. Hey, thank you, Signor. Hmm. Signor Steed from Great Britain. Thank you. Perova bowed in a rather too continental fashion, which was lost upon the guard, and moved into the building. He took a drink from a waiter and mixed with the guests. From the other side of the entrance, Rolla, again immaculately dressed and resembling John Steed, walked up to the second guard. Welcome, senor. Senor Steed from Great Britain. Gracias. Inside the building, Perova headed for the room saying, Conference room, no admittance. He was intent on finding the chairman's gavel and planting the percussion bomb. 
Perona, from the other side, had exactly the same idea in mind. It was Perova who spotted Rolla first. He was more than surprised. The real steed. The real steed is here at the conference. But I was assured that this could not happen. Well, there is only one thing for it. He must go. Perova changed his tactics and began stalking Rolla. They met in an anteroom, and the meeting was swift and relatively silent. So, you think you are more real than me? I show you. Please, please, what are you? The blade of Perova's knife flashed as he lunged. Rolla collapsed, and Perova dragged the body behind the settee. Well, that's one out of the way, Steve. It was at this precise point that Mintoff, on the scene as number three steed, made his entrance between the two guards. He flourished his pass. Both guards indicated that he could go through. A little puzzled at the lack of security precautions, he did so. Both guards turned to each other and said, I didn't see him go out, did you? Mintoff sauntered casually over to the waiters and, claiming a drink, edged his way to the conference room. Perova, catching a glance of him, said, Oh, no. I didn't do a trick after all. Well, this time I will make sure of him. He tracked Mintoff down outside the conference room. There was a small corridor, and it was there that... This time I make sure you die. What? <laughs> Two down, Steed. But of course, Steed was unaware of all this excitement. So for that matter was Mrs. Peel. In other circumstances, she might have been susceptible to the Baron von Kurt's undoubted charms. But at the moment, she was still worried about Steed. I don't pretend to know what all this is about, but your friend Steed, he means a great deal to you. Yes. Yes, he does. He'll turn up, I'm sure. Well, he's in trouble. That much is clear. I only met him once, but he seemed to me a man well able to deal with trouble. Up to date, I'd say you were right. But he always has a way of letting one know. Look, I have a house here in Spain. Why not come back there with me? You'll be well chaperoned, I promise you. Look, I can't. There is somewhere that I should like to go. It has nothing to do with us. I, I just feel I should be there. If I'm not, then I shall feel that I'm letting Steve down. Do you understand? Not at all. But I should consider it a privilege to drive you there. Under the bull ring, the cards continued. <laughs> you see, it is not the luck, it is skill. See, I think I need it. It will not be long now. Then, Larkin, if we get away with it... See, if we do... If? Are you both beginning to have doubts? You're starting to lose confidence, Arcos. There's so much that could go wrong, as I've already pointed out. So many things you could have overlooked. Such as the fact that you've nearly got that bed rail free. Pull away, Steve, pull away. by the Baron, had been quiet until she said... Turn left here. There. There's the place I want to go to. <laughs> there? Yes. Well, what's so funny? <laughs> Kiss me, but... But you see, you, you have accepted my invitation after all. What do you mean? 
that... That the large palatial residence in front of you is my house. I lent it to the authorities for the peace conference. It's the biggest place for miles around. I'm surprised. I'm beginning to see a little daylight. You and this... This business with Steve, it has something to do with the conference. Yes, it has, but I don't understand. If you live here, then why? Why am I staying in a hotel? Well, crowds bore me. I like to feel I have space to breathe. You know what I mean? And there are the pursuing females. I'm afraid so. It's the title, you see. So many women long to be a baroness. Yes, I do see. But I don't think it's only the title. I wouldn't be too sure about that. I wouldn't be too sure at all. Of course, the Baron and Mrs. Peel were admitted without question into the Baron's own home. Inside was Captain Jose to welcome him. It's uh, good news, is it not? Or have you not heard? His steed is alive. She has been admitted here and is in the crowds uh, somewhere. My men have seen him over there. Oh, that's wonderful. Do you hear that, Baron? Yes. Let us go and find him. They searched the rooms. Baron von Kurt led the way. After all, it was his home. He should know the rooms. Any luck? No sign of him. But Jose's men insist that he was here somewhere. You know, you say you don't like crowds. He doesn't either. Ah, then he will have chosen one of the anterooms. Follow me. Mrs. Peel did. You take that side, I'll take this. It was then that Mrs. Peel found Roller dead. Steed! Oh, Steed! Oh, no. And the Baron found Mintoff dead. Oh, Senor Steed. Herr Steed. Mr. Steed. No. And, of course, they were both completely wrong. And with a final heave on the spanner, Ronnie Miller finishes changing his flat tire in just 6 minutes, 32 seconds. Well done, Ronnie. You play any other sports? I wash the car once in a while. You look very fresh, Ronnie. What deodorant do you use? Shield for sportsmen, of course. Why? It works. Shield for sportsmen deodorant won't stick, sting, or stain. In aerosol or roll-on, it's made to keep sportsmen cool and dry. Think what it can do for you. No dirt can stand up to the cleaning power of cold water Omo. Mrs. Whelan had to wash greasy overalls. And I said, oh, well, I won't worry. I'll stick it into cold water Omo. And sure enough, every bit of grease is out. Once an Omo user, always an Omo user. The Avengers. Listen every evening, Monday to Friday, to John Steed and Emma Peel, The Avengers. Brought to you by the makers of Cold Water Omen. The Avengers. Donald Monat as John Steed and Diane Appleby as Emma Peel is adapted and directed by Dennis Falbig and produced by David Gooden. Thank you.